Yeah, I did it again. My buddy Justin has no idea I'm putting this in here. And I think you'll understand why. How many of you had to cancel a trip? How many of you are still maybe looking at going in the fall or, or next year? I know quite a few of you. Or maybe this is the time where you just uh, are an optimist like myself and you know what, we're planning our trip next year anyways. Guys, the reason I'm coming to you right now is before the show is I'm going to be very frank with you. The travel industry has taken a major hit and it affects somebody that's important to me. The other co-host, Justin. Now, I'm not going to sit here and give you a life story and I'm just going to be very direct and real with you. If there's an opportunity for you to maybe work with Justin over there and plan your trip, Maybe this is that time where, you know what, Justin, I want to work with you, but I still want to do my fast passes and my ADRs. Look, it's no different, but it does kick back to a man who's close to me, who lost a lot these last few weeks going into the whole year. This just really crippled the whole year financially. This is a self-run show, guys, from our Patreon members and uh, our personal income that we put into this every month, this is it. And I know that there's thousands of you that listen to the show, so maybe a small percentage of you, maybe right now look over at your wife or look over at your husband and say, you know, I think we'll work with Justin. Let's go ahead and give Justin a shot. Let's go ahead and throw some business his way. And uh, let's, let's change this for the better in the future. And... Uh, I'm going to leave this as the commercial because Away With Me Travel is our official, official travel agency. And right now, there's not a whole lot of travel, obviously, right? Would you at least consider shooting your business over to Justin? On with the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep! Gentlemen, start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and none about the uh, the virus that is uh, closing our favorite place in the world. Welcome to the show, guys. Tonight, I am joined by my two brothers, side by side. I love seeing their faces. I uh, After, after a, a little bit of a rough day, they make me smile. I told Jason, it's the first time I've laughed all day. He made me laugh earlier with a text. So, guys, <laughs> it's so great. To see your smiling face uh, and uh, and to have this moment of levity with you guys. And we're going to have a lot of fun with this show. But before we get to the lot about Disney, let's do a little bit about us. Guys, how's your week? Oh, man, listen, I, I am, I'm going to start something here. You know what I'm going to do? And I'm going to challenge you two to this, too. And I'm just dropping this on live on a, on a day, on a, especially on a day like today. I say 
that let me tell you let me tell you this every night we eat dinner as a family dinner with dinner as a family is important to me all right it is is if i'm working a bit a little bit late we'll 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 schedule dinner late um because we're busy hectic and and you know Katie works all different schedules you guys work all different schedules mike and you and you even mentioned that you guys just eat dinner together right mm-hmm. oh yeah now yeah. every day we do a high low no matter what high low everybody gets to choose a high they're high for the day and then they need to pick their low as well so i'm going to challenge you guys when we start doing our little bit about us it is the high for the week. Ooh, I like this. Okay. I, and I want to, I mean, of course, I want to hear a little bit yeah. about you, but I want to hear what was your absolute high for the week? Because it's Thursday. Come on, guys. We're going into tomorrow's Friday. We're getting ready to head into the weekend. And, um, and, and I'm, I'm going to start with my high. Um, to be honest with you, mine is work related, guys. And, uh, it's, um, uh, now that everything is starting to come together and piece together, I'm really starting to stress is a little bit less on me. And, uh, let me tell you what, I've, I've really kind of enjoyed this week as far as, as work is gone. Um, and, and I'm just going to leave it at that, man, because that is definitely a high for me. Mike, I want to hear your high, and I want to hear Justin's high before I pass the mic over to you. You know what my high for this week was? I got to celebrate my 19th wedding anniversary. That's awesome, and, uh, uh Laura and I got to go out to dinner by ourselves on Wednesday night, which doesn't happen often. It's a weird coincidence that the restaurant we went to is called the Garden Grill. Uh, it happens to be a neighborhood place and, uh, you know, a little bit of Disney around the neighborhood, although it has nothing to do with the Disney uh uh, garden grill but just kind of a nice little touch and uh yeah we had our anniversary this week yeah but the irony between that garden grill mike is um that that house right across the street and down the road yeah, a little it bit just just like the land yeah, yeah it's uh it's, it's a crazy irony right there justin i want to hear your high. oh man what a week this has been uh my high <laughs> i got a couple um actually i'm gonna give you two one was we All had right. soccer practice tonight for the first time and i'm coaching okay. riley for the first time i didn't want to coach her till she got a little bit older and just interacting with the kids after the week it's been and seeing them laugh mm-hmm. and, and have fun with the sport and, and just a little bit of normalcy, you know, um, that was awesome. But I want to give you my, a real high today, and this was really unexpected. So my neighbor across the street, or not across the street, next door, comes over, right? And he's in his 80s, and uh, he goes, hey, I've got something for you. And I go, what is it? Normally that means he's got like a drink or a, a, a bottle of something, you know, he's going to hand it over. Mm-hmm. And I, he goes, I, I bought it. It's new. It's it's like uh, two months old. I, I got it out. Couldn't figure out how to use it. And I went and got something completely different. He's like, I just want to give it to you because Riley be able to use it. And I go, well, what is it? And we go over there and I see it. And I go, listen, I got to give you, I got to pay you for this. I can't, I can't give you, you know, he's like, no, no, no. I, I was just going to take it to Goodwill. I take it to Goodwill. He goes, yeah, I didn't know what to do with it. They weren't going to take it back. Dude, it was a brand new iMac desktop computer. <laughs> in the box that's insane and i looked at him and i'm like i'm like finn dude i can't you know like, thanks so much man i really appreciate it. he's like ah oh, you guys right. will get more use out of it than you know so i was like well that's nice so my day actually i've had a couple really <laughs> positives in the last couple hours that's awesome man yeah considering your uh your 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 week as a uh tour tour guide has been desirable this, been this rough. Or, uh, uh, yeah as, as an agent are we going into lows you, are we, yeah we can do our lows <laughs> Oh, you! I, I, I don't think we're going to need to do lows. Why everybody have a low? Did you want to do yeah, a no. low? No. Who's a low? Yeah, who knows? I don't even think I have a low. I only have highs. You this don't week. have a low? I don't. I don't have a low. I don't have a low. I don't have hey, a no low. lows for me this week. Yeah, I'm going to say no lows. You know what? I'm not going to give the world the opportunity to even own that I have a Can low. Can we I'm start? Take it remember, like Yolo? 
right? Can yeah. we start NOLO? Yeah. Hashtag NOLO. Okay, let's do it. Hey. I hope it doesn't have some weird connotation <laughs> know, that we're not right? aware There's of. There's somebody listening right now going, oh my gosh, kids, close so your ears. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel just posted something in a world of weirdness. Probably like, I hope it's not something like that. Some dude married his yeah. weirdo doll. Anyways. I will say, we're, you know, we're not going to talk lows. Everyone knows what the lows are, okay? Uh, we've been surrounded mm-hmm. by it 24-7. So let's just have some fun and uh, and let's have a, ha- talk about the, a cool, cool, fun topic this week. What do you think? I like that idea. Uh, you know, you came to us with this topic, and I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, you know, we just came out of a bracket week, and we talked about a lot of, you know, what's better or whatnot. But I think this week we're going to kind of talk about what our favorite characters on our attractions are. And, you know, we came up with a list of some of the possibilities, and we went through that list, and we kind of talked amongst ourselves which ones we liked. And... Um, I'll tell you, man, when you, when you really dive deep into the rides, the rides actually have some pretty cool characters that come along with them. And uh, they're not always in movies, and not always, they're just kind of a staple of that ride. And uh, I think we're going to talk about some of our favorite characters tonight. I think that is perfect, guys. And you know what? I'm going to start with an underrated one. And this is one that a lot of people probably pass on it because they just don't, number one, have the nostalgia value with it. Or, I mean... Uh, some people are pretty hard on it, and that's going to be my buddy Figment over to Journey to the Imagination with uh, Figment. And this is something that, I mean, look, it, Figment is the man when it comes to this ride. We can have different, uh, all kinds of different characters, you know, as the ride evolves, if it's ever going to change, which it has. But you're always going to have Figment. He's the staple there. Highly enjoyable, man. I love look, it. I mean, the thing with Figment is he is and should always be the figurehead of Epcot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he should be Agreed. the the face of Epcot. I don't care. You bring in Guardians. You bring in Space 220. You bring in Ratatouille. You bring in Mary Poppins. Like, bring in all these new IPs. That's great. But give me Figment. And it's weird, too. Do you guys ever talk to people who maybe they aren't uh, Disney enthusiasts? They just go to the parks mm-hmm. for the for the thrill attractions, things like that. And you'll tell them, oh, did you ride Figment? And they go, yeah. Oh, oh what a waste. And you're like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you? Like, what is wrong with you? I mean, Figment brings for me so back more memories than most. Um, Rye, when she was really young, riding Figment, watching her smile and go, "Well, oh, Figment, mm-hmm. Figment, you know, look at him, he's upside down. Look at the bubbles, you know, all that." Kind of, like, it's just for me one of those attractions that if they ever try to get rid of it, I would boycott. I'd be like, "No, don't do it. Don't touch Figment. You touch other things, but leave Figment alone." I think they tried that, did they, they not? They did, and everybody went nuts. I think nuts. they were yeah. really kind of putting some uh, feelers out there, and I think that was put on a kibosh. Mike, wasn't that one of the uh, questions on the questionnaire where people were leaving one time was like, did you ride Figment, or like, what was your thoughts about Figment, mm-hmm. something like that? Yeah, I remember uh, quite a few times you would have those people, or the cast members would come up and they would have those little iPads to do the survey, and that was one of the big questions, and a lot of people got nervous about that because a lot of times those surveys will materialize into something that's going to change in the parks, you know, kind of getting feedback from the guests. Uh, I got to tell you this, you know, I didn't go to Disney that much as a kid, but one of my fondest memories from my early childhood, probably being 9, 10, or 11 years old, was I loved Figment and because he was around back then, and uh, I had a Figment doll that I brought home, you know, a stuffed character that I had that I kept, and I really liked him a lot, and um, that was one of my fondest memories from going as a child. I do got to tell you, when we started bringing Sammy and Sarah, 
Sammy took the same kind of love and attraction for that, and I didn't pressure that at all. That was something that she just kind of took upon herself, the way she loved him, the way she kind of embraced him and wanted the figment doll herself. And it was kind of cool because I was kind of looking at my daughter, how my parents probably looked at me, and I thought that was a pretty cool realization to see. Uh, you know, they, obviously they didn't push figment on me. I kind of picked it up on my own, and she did the same. And it was nice to see that, and it was almost like I got to see – uh, myself through my parents' eyes, you know, getting to see my daughter do the same thing that I kind of went through at that age. So uh, that will always have a, a special spot in my heart. God, you're a big old softy. <laughs> Just once in a while. Just a big. You know old what? Though? I don't no, think no, he no. is. I think he's a softy most of the time. I know he, is. he, puts, he puts on the on hard shell. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But really, he's just a turtle. You yeah. know, yeah, he's, he's, he's got the hard shell, but inside, yeah. he's just a lovable little little character. You know, just, just like a lot of these <laughs> on uh, on our list. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with mine, and uh, guys, I'm gonna go over to an attraction that most people would probably say, "Wow, I didn't really think of this as a character in an attraction," but it's one of the only a few that takes you through the attraction, and that's the Banshee over on Flight of Passage. Look. For me, you are literally attached to this character. And most people say, well, that's an attraction vehicle. Yes, it is. But it's also a character, and it's something that you can feel breathing, and you can feel um, um, moving, and and it's taking you through the journey. And then the banshees that you're surrounded by are what you're following. So for me, I think the, the way that they kind of drew in both the ride vehicle and the character aspect and kind of melded them together. I don't even know if that's a word, meld, but we're going to go. Um... I think it's perfect. I think it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, when I saw this list, I was surprised to see the Banshee on there. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That makes perfect sense. I mean, it's really a staple part of that ride, and that's your character. That's that's who's transporting you through your journey. You know, one of my other favorite characters that uh, I was a little leery about them kind of putting into the story because I was uh, so much fond of the classics. But, you know, Captain Jack Sparrow, you know, he's great. The, the movies were great. It brought the whole new genre of kids into the whole Pirates of the Caribbean uh, aspect, and it really got them to enjoy the ride a little bit. And when they were able to ha- add him as an animatronic into that ride, it really brought a whole other dimension. It kind of gave it a fresher look, even though they really do a lot of whole revamping of the ride. Just those few little spots where we were able to put him in. And what a lifelike you know persona that he has you know and he really embraces his character you know whenever you see jack sparrow he's it's that same bumbling funny you know goofy kind of almost like drunk all the time kind of character and um i'm really glad that they were able to transition him from the movies to being an important part of the character in the pirates do you think that this may be the most seamless transition between generations and what i mean is we all grew up riding pirates right so mm-hmm. we, we know what the attraction's like, <clears throat> whereas the newer generation grew up watching Pirates. Uh-huh. Now you, you bring the two, I'm going to say meld again, you meld the two together, and um, you, you have this perfect, you know, perfect attraction, because people understand the story, but also they, they still get your iconic attraction. I'm really glad they didn't rip out scenes and try to replace them with scenes from the movies. That would have been a huge bummer. I would have been like, no, don't don't touch that. But I'm glad they left it the way they are, like classic iconic scenes, and then you implement Jack's character into the into the already current storyline. Now, Jason, are the boys into pirates? Is that one yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know the thing that get that got me though, uh was the drop. Yeah. Okay. 
my kids don't like thrills. So that was really a hinder. Like I had to beg them to go on it when they, they were seem younger. fine now. So, yeah, 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 they're fine yeah. now. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, when they were that, you know, three, four, it was that uh, that drop where I was like, and it's not even that bad of a drop, yeah. but I think it's because it's dark. And so. and have you noticed it's darker? I feel like it's darker recently than it used to be in there. I think I'm going to agree with you, man. And you know what? To be honest with you, some of the lighting in there before kind of took took the magic away. Because yeah. I don't want to see I the agree. ceiling. Yeah, and you can't now. You can't. You know, right? Yeah, so that that makes a big difference. And I noticed they didn't have the uh, the misty. Um, yeah, the, the, where you go they through didn't the, have the cat or the the you know what is his name Barbosa um, or not Barbosa? So, um, well, the Barbosa was yeah. one of okay. them, and then yeah, they, had, they did it a couple of times. Yeah. So uh, no, he wasn't there either. T- the whole time I was there, so maybe it was down for the okay. week. I, I don't know. Well, d- but, let me ask you guys this: so as far as like Captain Jack, right? Because Mike, you hit on the mm-hmm. detail of the animatronic, right? I mean, the detail mm-hmm. of the face. I mean, it's it really does look incredible. But then, if you look a little bit to your right, there's a the mayor getting dunked into the the well, right? And it's kind of got a older style look to it, like an original style. Do you ever look at those and think, "Wow, do you?" I wish they would kind of either update one or maybe even take a little bit away of the realism of Captain Jack. Or am I the only one that notices this? No, I notice it, but I, I just. I think I like it because it's still true to the original. Yeah. You know, um, I, I like that when you, if you want those realistic looking animatronics, you can go to like Hall of Presidents has some amazing, right. you know, realistic looking animatronics. Um, I kind of like that it's still, you know, uh, I don't want to say f- cheesy, but it's you know, when, you, when you're watching like the yeah, it's it's, it's old school. Yeah. You know, it's it's the it's the old style. So I kind of like it. I, I'm happy that they didn't change it too much. Um, and you know what? The, even though they put in the new redhead, they didn't make her to Captain no. Jack Sparrow. Like they kind of kept her with the same old classic look of the old characters. Well, I tell you what, honestly, and this is one thing that I've I've, I've always thought: what a huge gamble for Disney to actually use jack sparrow as uh, a character yeah could you imagine if they would use the bill cosby or something like that and with all that that happened i mean they removed his bust immediately so when you actually pick one person like that you better hope that that right that, that dude walks a straight and narrow then or, or he is a straight and narrow because man that's a huge gamble for you to spend all that money on that so well they um, kept kept they kept captain eo there for a long time <laughs> <yeah>. also <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I got no comment on that. Moving on, guys. Um, I'm gonna pick one that is, um, probably one of the most well-themed rides, and that is uh, the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. You got the Seven Dwarfs. I mean, as as short, as short as this this attraction is, it is absolutely themed perfect. I mean, from the beginning all the way to when you right before you um you know disembark, where um. You got the house right yeah. there. I mean, it's great. It really. And did you know? I mean, this is this is how. You know, when you're walking in, you got Snow White's house right, right, right there. Right. You know, it only took me a couple of years to actually put two and two together that that's actually the house on the back. Yeah, of, of there course. Where they're dancing. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> but I just never thought about it. <laughs> of course it is. And I'm like, you know what though? Here's what oh. I absolutely love about you. I love that you above. Mike or Jason, or Mike or Jason, wow. You above Mike or myself uh, can can separate yourself from reality. Like, you love being in the magic, in the bubble, mm-hmm. and right. you are pretty much like, you're like a horse at Derby Day. 
you've got your right. your you know blinders on and you're just racing towards the the finish line for the magic you know what i mean and i love that i want to be right here in the moment and just let me uh, enjoy what the Imagineers put forth, and uh, yeah, I mean that's 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 definitely uh, that's how I like to roll. Because man, I'm an ornery old guy, man, and it's just I gotta let it go sometimes. You know, and as much as I love the Seven Dwarfs and Mind Train, look, there's one that I absolutely love because it's only one, which I'm gonna highlight one uh, uh, character from the attraction. But it's also my favorite attraction, and that's Br'er Rabbit from Splash Mountain. Look, the music, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, I mean, all of them coming together, but Br'er Rabbit taking you through the story of going and jumping into the Briar Patch for safety. What a, I mean, I don't know if there gets a better uh, a classic, classic attraction with a great character. It's a beautiful attraction. It really is. It's beautiful. It is. And I'm so glad you finally got to ride it. Me too, man. It went right to the top of my list. Yeah. What a great attraction. Yeah, that that attraction's got a little bit of everything. You know, I mean, it's got the animatronics, it's got yep. the music, it's got a little bit of a thrill, uh, it's got a little water aspect to it. So, yeah, that's that's it's a must-do for us every time we go. I, I get disappointed when we go around that January, February time of year and it's down. I kind of feel like we really missed out on the vacation a little bit, and uh, Bear Rabbit's definitely one of the best characters. You know, else is one of my other favorite characters, and uh, I know he's he could have been a better character. He could have been better than what he was because he's kind of broken, and that's the Yeti. <laughs> and um, he could have been he could have been a contender, and uh, unfortunately, uh, he's a little on the not such a working side. But you know, the story of the Yeti, the the whole uh, build up of it, the whole cue of the expedition Everest is really cool. I. I that's one of those rides that when you do fast pass it, it's great because you get to experience it, but you do miss quite a bit because the, the Q ride going in has a lot of little cool artifacts and big footprints and whatnot and really builds up the story. We've talked about that you know numerous times in the podcast before, but uh, the Yeti is definitely a character that gets overlooked and maybe because he's kind of um, standing still. Do you think... I gotta go tell you... No, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, I got to tell you this. Uh, Shannon McPherson's daughter... Uh, this is. I got such a trip out of this. I saw this. <laughs> she she broke her their their family yeah. record, and the record used to be nineteen in a row. And I think she got because it was the after power party. I think she got like twenty four or twenty seven. I would be so sick afterwards. In a row. <laughs> I mean, getting off of it and going right back on it like twenty seven times in a row. It was just incredible. But man, she was bound and determined to break that record, and she nailed That's it. That's awesome. I I couldn't. No, I, I couldn't. So there it. was one time we got extra fast passes. And that's all Riley wanted to do. So we wrote it four times. She wanted to do it again. Because yep. the wait also was like 15 minutes. She, and I was like, sure. no, I'm done. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no more. Uh-uh. My head's spinning. There's no way. Do yeah. you think that even if they fix the Yeti, that it might be a weird attraction not to have that strobe light there? <laughs> you know what I mean? All of a sudden he's working and you're just like, it, you know what? It's almost like meeting your hero. Like if you finally saw him and then it was just underwhelming. He just, well, instead that, of swiping at you, yes. he's got, like, a finger just doing, like, the E.T., right. like, you know, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, I really think there would be more hate if it was working. I agree. From people who would be underwhelmed yeah. with it, the experience. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think yeah, people now, if they, if they fix it, they're going to be like, oh, he's going to jump down and uh, uh, jump rope for, you know, 10 minutes in front of you and tell you a bedtime story. And then you'll go under his legs and, you know, it's right. like, no. And yeah. then you go and he just he's barely moving his arm at you. 
<laughs> Talks like yeah. the Hulk. <laughs> um, I'm uh, going to move on to, uh, you know what? I'm going to stay true to riding on uh, the, the not only attraction vehicle, the ride vehicle, but also the storytelling. I'm going to go Dumbo. Dumbo. Uh, I think it's another one maybe I sent and you guys were like, really? Huh? But it's kind of, I mean, it really doesn't need a lot of explanation. It is the story. It's the story. You are on the back of Dumbo, and you are a part of of the circus, and you're a part of the story. You know, so I think it's uh, I think it's the perfect uh, character that's that's placed within the attraction because you do get a lot of characters in certain attractions where you're like, all right, one that's not on the list, and I'm gonna throw it out there, Little Mermaid, right? It's apparent. It's mm-hmm. evident. It's like, okay, yeah, it's Little Mermaid. I'm right. not gonna put it on there because yeah, you see her, you see stuff, but with this, you're actually writing. The character. The character's taking you right. through the story. It's a great picture up. And with them opening up that little play zone in there, that's a game changer for a lot of yeah. people, you know? So it's not just Dumbo. Um, you know, some of my favorite pictures I got are on Dumbo, like with me and my mm-hmm. mom when we went down here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's 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 a, it's a cool little area. And it's, um, I think it'll be a ride that's going to be there for a long time, you know? So... Yeah. And if it wasn't Dumbo, it would just be another carnival ride. So it because would it's be Dumbo, well, it, it, makes would, it, it is just another well, carnival ride. I mean, if we're going to call it for what look, it is, but it's it's fun. Look at this. Compare Dumbo to the uh, carpets Aladdin, right? The Aladdin carpets. Mm-hmm. I could care less. I walk right by it. <whistles> Try not to get water on me as I go, you know? Right. And I very rarely ever ride it. Dumbo is a must, a must do for us most times. Just okay. because of the story. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's it's an astro orbiter. Same thing. Dumbo in the sky with a okay. with a not a great story. You know. <laughs> great view though. It is a don't great don't underestimate view. it. It's, it's got a great, great view. Straight down if you're sitting on the inside. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving on, guys. If that's okay, let's go ahead and nail um our buddy Captain Hook. Oh. And most of you would think that Peter Pan would be the um, the actual character going towards Peter Pan's flight. But the reason I use Captain Hook is that end scene with him on the uh, on TikTok mm-hmm. is is probably the most where it's going to stick out at you the most. You know what I mean? I understand that it, it's it's Peter Pan's flight, but um, man, Captain Hook is what solidifies this whole attraction because number one, you have the bad guy. Number two, he's putting suspicious. He is put in positions where nobody wants to ever be in, and um, and, and that's, that's such a huge part of that ending that it kind of just sticks with you when you're walking out the door. So Captain Hook is uh, is going to be my draw to that attraction. Well, also, he's the driving force of the story. If he's not there, then now we're just flying around. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> to be honest, there's no protagonist. There's nobody that's like... So he's the driving force. It's not Peter Pan. And look... Well, so they're knuckleheads too. I love. Can that. we be honest that Captain Hook's a better character than Peter Pan? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you had the choice between getting your picture with Peter Pan or getting your picture with Captain Hook, who are you choosing? Captain Hook. Every, Every single time. time. Every time. You know, I, I actually am probably maybe I'm in the eyeball here, but um, I, I kind of Peter Pan kind of rubs me wrong sometimes. You yeah. know, I, I don't. I mean, it's just he's kind it's, of a brat. Like, 
He is like you're not you you're not a very good role model for my kids. What? <laughs> He's not. Run away. You're gonna do what you yeah, want. Do what you, you want. want. Don't listen. Stay mm-hmm. young forever. Yeah, I like that yep, stuff. You're, you're gonna pull out your little pocket knife yeah. and and go. To, so, but hey, listen. In closing on that one, Captain Hook. Um, He's he's a he's a much deeper character. He's got a lot more layers to to his character and to his psyche, and that and that and that definitely uh, is more of a story right there. Now you know that this ride would have to come up somewhere in the conversation because uh, he's absolutely one of my favorites. He's been in every Star Wars movie from beginning to end, and that's C-3PO, and he does a great job taking us on Star Tours. Artu Dito, I am not programmed to fly these things. The I'll nervous little Nelly robot that he is, the uh, the crazy robot that he is, he takes us on this wonderful journey through Star Tours, and uh, I particularly like Star Tours. I haven't obviously been able to see the new uh, Galaxy's Edge yet. That's in due time, hopefully soon. But uh, C-3PO is definitely a person who's great at navigating you through that position. I, for number one, I'm excited for you to ride that one. Number two, Mike, you nailed it because he is personally probably one of the best animatronics. It's perfectly timed. It is flawless every time. Um, man, it's it's. I just want C-3PO to come home with me, man. I mean, it's it's, it's really a, a great attraction. So definitely, he is the man when it comes to that. Dude, he's funny. He's got he's got some funny lines to mm-hmm. kind of bring you through. I mean, it's he. I think they did that. They integrated that perfectly. They didn't just go screen. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you actually have yeah. the animatronic to where you can look over yeah. and go, oh, okay, you know, we're part of this. Um, and I think that adds a lot to that attraction. And, Mike, like we've said before, the newer scenes are incredible. I mean, incredible. They are absolutely yeah, You're going like to smile the whole time. I can't wait yeah. to hear your thoughts uh, after you get it. off of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the new movie's dropping on uh, Blu-ray. Yeah, soon, next, right? week, next, next week. Next week. Uh, actually, it's not Blu-ray. Yeah. It drops digitally next week, and then digitally, three okay. weeks after that, it drops Blu-ray. So, yep. Gotcha. So I'll be picking that up. Um, I'm going to move us along. I'm going to take us to you know we've got a couple on our list here. I'm going to save one for one of you two because I know you probably this is one of y'all's favorites, and I'm, I'm going to leave leave that one uh i'm gonna move on and i'm gonna go with probably one of the most iconic classic uh characters that we get not probably it is and you get it in now two different attractions there at walt disney world both mickey's philhar magic and also mickey and minnie's runaway railway mickey mouse uh look mickey mouse is the perfect uh character in any attraction to uh, take you on a story it all started with a mouse and for me i don't think walt disney world has enough uh, attractions with Mickey Mouse. I agree. I absolutely agree, and I'm very excited to ride uh, the Mickey and Minnie. Mike, you'll be doing that before me as well. You yeah, know, you fast, can give me lots fast, of feedback. Fast pass is all set up, and so far I've been successful to not go with my curiosity and look at any spoiler yeah. videos. Oh, okay. So far, I've been really good about that. Usually, I'm terrible. That you know, surprises usually, me. Mm, yeah. You're the well, worst, you know, man. Yeah, and the start, the Galaxy's Edge, yeah. I know everything, every nook, cranny, I know every little you know tip, ride, trick, and I've seen the videos, but I've stayed away from uh, from Mickey's. Okay. I haven't looked either because I've right, got well, one for the Saturday night after the 10K, Star Wars 10K, which okay. fingers crossed still happens. Um, but the then I'm supposed to go over that evening and do Mickey and Minnie's. Dude, there is how many runners? Oh gosh, what like thirty or forty thousand people go for race That's weekend? A hundred or two hundred dollars? Oh, two hundred fifty dollars a pop. You're gonna have the race. Two hundred fifty dollars a pop for the ten k. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's yeah, it, yeah it's there. Gonna have Listen, I'm gonna go with uh, Mike. I'm gonna leave that 
that big one for you, man, because as much as I love that one, you live and breathe it. And I'm just going to take us over to Trader Sam. Ooh, good one. Trader Sam is, um, well, I mean, he brings us into, number one, uh, 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 one of the best drinking locations on property at the mm-hmm. Poly. But if we're talking attractions, let's go over to the Jungle Cruise. How how much, I mean, of all the, of all the uh, jokes that you hear, tell me that's not one of the best ones when you start talking about the two for one heads, right? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's perfect. It's, perfect. it's a perfect dad joke, if I was to say that. And also, how often do you get an attraction character that goes on to inspire so much else? Oh, a, a lot. The guy, I mean, the guy, well, he could have his own series. Like we Wouldn't that be about. great I mean, the guy, if Disney Plus did that? I, I would love that. I would really love and it. And I, I like if they put a spin on it and you do it all from his perspective. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like, yeah. uh, it, it, for me, I would love if, you know what? I'm sure they have a vinylmation of Trader Sam. I don't know if they do or not. I've never looked it up. But I'd love to add one to my list or add one to my collection. Have Trader Sam as a vinylmation holding the three heads. That would be a great Funko Pop. Oh, that's what I meant. Not vinylmation. Funko Pop. Yeah. yeah. How, how cool would that be? I have no idea if they have one or not. Um. You know, when we're talking about the Jungle Cruise, you get a lot of characters in the Jungle Cruise. Lots. Other than Trader Sam, Mike, what's one that you would definitely pick out and say, all right, that that screams uh, uh, Jungle Cruise? Well, it would have to be the guys in the totem pole. Yeah, exactly where I went to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely with, you know, climbing up the pole and with the, uh, was the, the, the rhino right underneath them. Going to get the point in the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jason every time. See? Oh man, it sure does. Especially with friends like you guys. I'm telling you, it gets Jason every time. I absolutely love it. There is uh, an attraction slash show that is iconic. It screams Disney, and a lot of people skip it, and I don't know why you do. And I just did it on this last trip, and I absolutely just giggled and laughed at this character, uh, my buddy Big Al. You know, over at the uh, Country Bear Jamboree hanging out and just when he starts singing and you look around and you can always tell the the disney lovers to like i'm just here on vacation because the P- disney lovers are like singing along mouthing the lyrics and and then everyone else is going what's happening right now you know <laughs> it's just, the room could be split in two right down the middle um, Big Al is just absolutely a classic, classic Disney character. And I love, too, that now, during the parties, they bring out, uh, they, they come out and they, they take pictures and they dance and they, you know, they do all that fun stuff. So, love them. Absolutely love them. Mike, any comments on the Country Bear Jamboree? Fortunately, no. You've never done it? Do it? Are you no. going to do it this trip? You're there 10 Wait, days. I was, and, and you know what? I had planned to do it with Scott Zobel, but that was that. Uh, well, it's with Scott. That, I can understand you canceling. It's okay. Yeah, well, you know. I don't want to be, you know. <laughs> anyway, it, it was one of those really, really hot days at, at uh, Disney World when yeah. we were over there during oh, yeah, our trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were all like, you know, we're going back. We, we gave up fast passes that day, and uh, we were mm-hmm. melting. We said, you know what? It's time to go back. So, uh, actually, we were supposed to go do it with Scott. I kind of promised him. Uh, is, there a, is there a Country Bear Jamboree in Disneyland? I don't know, man. I don't think so. You know what? It doesn't matter because you're going to be down there by yourself, and you can go down there and go inside. Yeah, there. but I'm not going to Magic Kingdom by myself. 
he oh, listen grab i'll grab, get to it. listen um, grab one of your i don't know if sarah, dude i would be curious we should do an experiment grab sarah and grab sammy and bring him in there and then which one would like because like i'm surprised i'm not surprised but i love the fact that like sarah's like into figment you know what i mean she had this attachment to him but yet sammy is this huge star wars nerd too like her dad so i'm just curious on if there's any polarity with the two if they sat down with you I, I'm going to call Sammy's going to love it. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, they'll have plenty of time with us. So when we're in Magic Kingdom, hopefully it'll be open because we have that uh, Moonlight Magic, uh, the, the DVC party. Hopefully it'll be open during Ooh, that. I don't know if it's open during that. but it, If it but, is, it is. Know. If it's not. But we're going to be we're gonna be there plenty of time otherwise. So yeah. we'll make it a point to get over there. Unfortunately, I couldn't do it with Scott. So uh, Scott, I owe you something else. We'll figure that out on the Disneyland trip. Mm. Okay, so I I figured out. Um, so the reason I didn't know is because no, there is not a Country Bears uh, Jamboree in Disneyland, but there was. So here's a little Disney history for you. Country Bear Jamboree was replaced um, in 1986 by the Country Bear Vacation Hoedown. Um, then they ended their run in the Disneyland Park in 2001, um, and they were replaced by a uh, another famous bear, our buddy Winnie the Pooh. Um, ah, is uh, that's what took okay. over their their spot there? So they were originally in there. Um, they changed in '86, and then in 2001 they left Disneyland and have not returned. Thank you for that dropping that knowledge. Gotcha. On me. Boom. I appreciate Mind blown. that. Man, any any time you can throw Winnie the Pooh in a sentence, I'm down with it. Something about that yellow guy, just uh, man, I just like him. Um, before this gets weird, I'm gonna pull us over to John. Oh, good one. It's John from the Carousel of Progress. Welcome to Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Oh, you're in for a real So treat. John is voiced by Gene Shepard. Now, for those of you who are part of our family, who are lis- listen and understand that when I put my intro together, um, Mike Mike came to me with the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song, and I wanted to put some of our personal touches on there. And if there's one part in our intro, it's um, Parents 1, Kids 0, and it's a point, it's a part out of the Christmas mm-hmm. story, uh, you know, the, the movie, you know, You Shoot Your Eye Out with Ralphie. Um, that's actually was written and directed and voiced by Gene Shepard, who is the same Gene Shepard who voices John from The Carousel of Progress. So there's where all that tied together for those of you who want to know. Anyways, Mike, you and I are right there. Justin, I know you're right there. Man, I tell you what, I could ride that thing over and over again, fall asleep, wake up, love it. John is the man when it comes to the attraction because without him, there is no carousel of progress. Do you have his favorite spot where you sit in there? Where you, do you sit front and center? Or do you sit more towards the back when you ride that attraction? I'd like to sit like the third of the way back and over on the um, towards the uh, that would be the right hand side. That's where I typically go either that or all the way back. This in the front nonsense isn't for me. I don't like people behind me, so that's where I usually sit. See, I've done it from the front, and I kind of like looking at the characters that way. You know, seeing all the details and the movements yeah? and whatnot. Yeah, I've I've tried it a couple of times from the front row, and I'm not more. I'm not a front row person because I'm always thinking like the movie theater. But it's really good, and I and I, he's an amazing character, and I love having him here, uh, having him as your your host, and he really talks you through it. Someday he'll get that turkey right, you know, and he won't burn the uh, the, the Christmas dinner. But until then, we still have a fantastic show with him. Don't you love how he laughs about it too? <laughs> like, oh well, <laughs> big deal. We'll go have Chinese, <laughs> dude. I I love that attraction. I don't do it enough. You know what? What's funny is, do you do it every every time? Every time. 
The kids, I need the to. kids love it. The girls love it. We it's one of I, I would say I would say the staples of our trip. We have to do the people movie together as a family, and we have to do Carousel of Progress. It just happens to be over there in Tomorrowland, but those are two rides that I feel like we have to do every trip as a family. Otherwise, we kind of missed it, and um, those are our favorites. Yeah, uh, for me, I need to do it more often because the, if they ever try to close it, then I'll be like, ah, oh, don't close, you know. And I'm like, well, you didn't ride it. What are you doing, you know? So I need to I need to stand up and, and practice what I preach. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about our last one, and we kind of saved the best for last because when you talk about characters that kind of transport you through a ride, and, uh, man, we spent weeks talking about this character, and uh, you can't have the Haunted Mansion without Madame Leota. Serpents and spiders... Tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. Rap on a table, it's time to respond. Send us a message from somewhere beyond. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween, awaken the spirits with your tambourine. She is, for me, one of the greatest, um, that's one of the greatest scenes of any Disney attraction of all time. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. And two, she brings uh, to life all the other characters we love. I mean, she's the reason we have them all, you know? She's the one that, that makes it to where we can see them. I mean, it is perfect it's the perfect the seance scene is the perfect transition from scary to fun it's perfect transition from not being able to see the ghosts to being able to be a part of the story with the ghost um it really is that's disney iconic at the highest level yeah and she's the lifeblood of the house so the thing is with her is the imagination from with her there are so many spin-off stories that can be done with her and the Gracies and because and she is tied to every single story that that happens to that house. Um, how, how do you get a more uh, iconic character than that? Well, I mean, look, look at some of the other characters you get. It was so hard because I didn't want to do multiple characters from the same attraction. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. man, you could do a whole I mean, well, we did five shows on just this. Look at Constance. Hatchaway. Look at the singing bus. Look at the, you know, like, these are all classic, classic Disney characters that come in the form of, of this attraction. So, you know, and, and there's, look, there's so many out there. I know some people are like, well, Nemo, and some people are, you know, there's tons, and there's tons. I mean, look at going through Spaceship Earth alone, you know, and talk about some of the classic uh, iconic characters that, that bring you the story from there. But these are the ones that I think really stand out. These are the ones that tell the story. These are the ones that people remember and uh, and and really, you can place the character with the attraction, and that makes the perfect Disney Disney uh, uh, experience. What's the one attraction where the characters are are absolutely absent from it, but without them, the attraction is null and void? Can you give me what park it's in? I'll give you Magic Kingdom, and I just pulled this off the top of my head. So, uh, I don't know. Swiss Family Robinson Trio. Oh, you're completely right. You're 100% right. The characters are not there, but the, the characters tell the story. Yeah. So, wow. There we go. That, that was that was my in, end game right there. Wow. Uh, I tell you what, it's so much fun talking about our favorite characters. And the one thing that uh, they all have in common is, look, they're great, amazing, 
uh, attractions at Disney World. And we love those attractions. And last week, we took off on this journey, fellas. And little did we know that our March Madness attraction bracket, the Disney's Podcast March Madness attraction bracket, would be the only March Madness attraction bracket <laughs> to take place this year. Um, so, look, if you love basketball, you're out of luck. But if you love Disney attractions, we're here for you. And we worked it down all the way to our final four, and we left it up to our amazing Disney Dads podcast patron family to uh, to come up with who from the final four would win. And we told you last week that we would finish that bracket, and we're going to do it right now. So, guys, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. On one Let's side of the it. final four, we have the amazing Kilimanjaro Safaris heading up against the classic we just talked about her, Madame Leota, the 909 Unhappy Haunts, and Haunted Mansion. Coming ahead with an absolute, and I have to say, Shannon McPherson, I'm so sorry, buddy, as the only single vote that, uh, that, that, that voted Kilimanjaro as far as 21 to 1, Haunted Mansion moves on okay. to the final. Guys, is that what you expected? I did, yes. Oh, yes, yes absolutely. Yep. On the other side of the bracket, we have two of my favorite attractions of all time. I expected them to make it this far. We have the amazing, amazing number one seed, Pirates of the Caribbean. Going up against a two-seed Splash Mountain. Guys, this was a close one. It wasn't like the other side. The other side was a rout. It was a blowout. It was over at halftime. This one comes down to the wire with no time left on the clock. Splash Mountain sinks it from deep and moves on 13-11 to to the finals. And now we get the absolutely great matchup. What an amazing matchup of Haunted Mansion, the 999 Happy Haunts, against Br'er Rabbit and all his buddies in the finals. Guys, Haunted Mansion, your 2020 Disney Dads podcast attraction bracket winner with 14 votes, Splash Mountain with 12 votes. Guys, what do you think? Do you think it worked out the way it should have? No, I was absolutely thrilled that uh, Haunted Mansion took it, man. You know, it's uh, Mike. I mean, Mike and I have sat and had talks on the phone about Haunted Mansion. It's, uh, man, it's it absolutely deserved it. Mike, what say you, my friend? Uh, tough choice. You know, when we were making these choices ourselves, it was a lot of, uh, you know, kind of picking your kid, which one you like better. And uh, I think we fared pretty well having Haunted Mansion come out to the top. Uh, Splash Mountain's a super contender, and uh, you know our Patreon family knows. So. Well, you know what, too, I don't want to be on the selection committee next year because I took a beating online for <laughs> <laughs> for seating you the know, people mover eight and all well, that. Well, I think what we'll have to do is we'll have to make uh, we'll do this ahead of time. Maybe we'll do this in February, and we'll make the Patreon family pick up the brackets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it, man. Let's do it. Who was who? Who was that? Who was that? Was the, the busting your chops? By the way, oh, there's lots of people, lots of people. Uh, yeah, they make, all make were in them there. in charge of it next year. That's fine. You know what? Whenever you have to make decisions, sometimes you have to step up, and I uh, I did that, and then I cried for three hours. But it's okay. I'm better now. <laughs> it's all good. Dude, I got called out from a little girl in Ragging the Road. I don't want to hear it. That is true. Well, deservedly <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, I had a fun time talking about some of the famous characters. You know, some of these characters, uh, they have a meet and greet. You know, when I was over in, uh, when we were over on our first Disney cruise, when we got off the boat, uh, Sarah and the girls, uh, 
Sarah, Sammy, and Laura got pictures with Captain Hook. You know, it was one of our favorite pictures from our cruise that time. Uh, a lot of these characters are great for meet and greets and pictures. You know what's great? The pictures on our Facebook group, and that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's time us to for get our Picks of the Week. Justin, why don't you tell me what's your uh, pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is going to our good buddy Derek Pitzer. He said, I forgot to share this a few weeks ago. Our Oliver turned three. Happy birthday, Oliver. Uh, wanted a party source Rex birthday party. Dude, that cake may be the coolest yeah. birthday cake <laughs> I've ever seen. I want that. If my wife is listening right now, if I don't have that for my birthday next month, then something's wrong. So, uh, Oliver, dude, happy birthday. And what an awesome birthday party you had. I love it. Derek, awesome, dude. Thanks for posting, man. Made me smile. Party source Rex, man. It's awesome, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a great cool. birthday cake. Very, very cool. Jason, what do you got for me, buddy? I have the amazing Katie Brenning, who is sharing her Magic Kingdom experience with us. Left Disney one week ago and feeling the depression. Katie, we all do. Had a great day at Magic Kingdom. My son was tall enough for the barnstormer, so he wrote it through. Oh, bless your heart. Wrote it three times. So uh, they had Dennis dinner at the Artist Point, and um, yeah, I mean, she just, uh, they rocked it, man. What a good-looking family. It was at Magic Kingdom. Pictures were awesome. Looks like a solid trip. Good for you guys. Thanks for sharing. Dude, Very amazing. Cool pictures. Mike, what do you got, buddy? Uh, I got someone, uh, Timmy Coots. And they posted their pictures from their recent trip and some great pictures from Hollywood Studios and some doing some fighting with Kylo Ren. And uh, Timmy, you have my pick of the week. Great pictures. Dude, so great. So, you know, I'm going to give a, uh, uh, I don't do a lot of honorable mentions. I'm going to give one, though, to our great friend Jenna Ramey. Um, <laughs> Jenna, for those of you who don't know Jenna and her family, they're, they're so cool and they're so much fun. And the kids are just absolutely awesome. And the look on Gunner's face on this picture uh, Brinley and Gunner went to the book fair and they gave them both money, which we all do as parents. We give our kids book fair money, you know, you go. And they both came home with the same Star Wars book. <laughs> I love it. And just the look on their faces when they realized, hey, we're brother and sister. We could have bought different books to share, but right. no, we right. have the same Star Wars book. So it was awesome, man. I love it. Han and Chewie return Star Wars. Dun, dun, dun. They have two copies, so they're not going to fight over it. That's for sure. All right. <laughs> I got an honorable mention is also the Smith family is down enjoying Disneyland. They've been hitting us up with lots of pictures, so and it's getting me. Yeah, it's awesome. They're celebrating a birthday when they're down there. And, uh, man, it's getting me more and more excited for uh, Disneyland. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. I need I need a little magic right now, so let's do it. Yeah, 100%. Yep, definitely. I uh, they're, they're probably my favorite Disneyland people. Oh, they're amazing, man. I can't, I can't wait to, to get to meet them and, and say hi and, and hang out and live with them. That's move in, house. yeah, move in, mm-hmm. become part of their family. Yeah, yeah. They can take me to Disneyland. <laughs> just they don't even have they don't have a decision on this. We're just gonna. Right. All of a sudden, got right. three new sons. My three sons. Yeah, me, that's a, that's not Nate just a TV show play, anymore. Yeah, we're just gonna sit and play PlayStation all day. And life is gonna we, be good. Mom, the meatloaf. Yeah. The meatloaf. <laughs> so I, I like those pizza rolls. You like those? I love I like pizza those. rolls, Totinos. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Ugh. 
Oh, what's wrong with you? Oh. Right, you can take in Jason and I. We're, we're easy. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Men in Black reference. Come on, man. It's, it's like it. chemical nonsense. That's so oh, good. I make tea, we have the individual bags, and Riley heats them up when she gets home from school every day. Oh, the girls eat them like crazy. They get gross. No, oh, you know what? I, I don't even want to hear it. Because when I was at your house, Mike goes, are you hungry? Uh, which they says like every four minutes. You hungry? And I go, yeah. And he goes, I'll make a snack. Uh, so I'm out in the pool. And he goes, uh, I go in, and he had put, I am not, dude, this is not an exaggeration. He had put, for me, him, Katie, and Riley, because I think the girls were going to practice with Laura, he had put probably anywhere from 75 to 90 pizza rolls on a tray and put them in the <laughs> oven. And I'm like, what are you What are you doing? Like, what do you, you know what I mean? How am I going to eat They're a this? staple in my house. The girls eat them like yeah, crazy. So. Dude, I love the Italian family, man. Are you hungry? Yeah, they're just the best. That would be the best shirt. Mike's face on there, which is, hungry? you hungry? <laughs> oh, doesn't matter it. if you're not, you're eating. <laughs> you're going to eat. Uh, That's right. Guys, uh, Disney family, um, I got to say, there are certain times that we have rougher weeks than we do other ones. You know, there's certain times where you need you need to pick me up. You need something to smile about. Um, I know this this what's been going on has really affected a lot of people. And uh, your posts and and you you know keeping a Disney and sharing positivity really you don't understand really does a lot. It really does. Um, but also to you two, I've looked forward to tonight. More this week than than in a long time. You laughing with you guys and having you know, for for the two hours we do this to have no responsibility but to have fun with two of my best friends. It's what it's all about. So I want to thank you guys um, for for doing this. I know you guys even said you knew how busy I was going to be tonight, and you said let's do it. You know, let's let's have some fun. Um, I uh, it, it, and and for the Disney family, if you're listening right now, all the usuals. Go over, join us on Facebook. Disney has podcast uh, family over on Facebook. That's where we do the pictures. That's where we have the stories. That's where it's all it all goes down. Um, and also, look, we talk about our patron. We want to thank our patron. We want to thank you for what you do. If you want to become a part of the patron, if you want to uh, have access to the Facebook group and have access to that extra content that comes along, um, extra shows we're working on, and we're also... I'm working, and Jay and Mike are on something really cool for the patron family coming up in the next couple of months as soon as everything calms down. Um, that's just going to be dropped in your lap. I'm not even going to tell you about it. Just boom, there it is, and you're going to have it. Uh, so, guys, if you want to do that, for as little as $2 a month, you can you can head over to Patreon. Just click on the link below this episode and become a part of our Disney Nets Podcast patron family. We appreciate your support. We turned down sponsors uh, quite a bit. Um, so we don't have to do uh, uh, commercials on our episodes. So um, we appreciate you all very, very much. Fellas? Um, I really don't have a lot of poignant stuff I want to add. Um, I mean, look, we've all kind of got a shock and awe anywhere from our retirement accounts to Disney trips that are canceled or everything. Justin, I need you to keep your head up, buddy. You're, of all people, are taking the biggest ding here, pal. Uh, morally, um, personally, spiritually, um, it's kicking you over and over and over again, man. It's like every every time you walk forward, you're getting yanked by an email two steps back. Um, buddy, just stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. 
get through this hump. Um, here's what's going to happen is, is you're going to come out shining like a star because you're going to take care of your people. You're going to sit on the phone. You're going to knock your crap out. And these are going to be the people that are going to come back over and over again for you guys. Um, this is not a commercial for an advertisement. This is a friend talking to a friend. Um, you got this, man. You got this. I know you've been getting kicked in the head all week long, man. So just stay focused. And uh, and if you need a breather, put it away. Yeah. Take your breather, man. It, it, it ain't going anywhere, you know. So just do your stuff. And everybody out there, guys, just stay focused, all right? Look, life is life is good for a lot of people. I mean, we're up. We're able to listen to the show and 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 just just pull away and 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 love your family, guys. And um, and if something's really really gnawing at you, um, you know, get the facts first of all. But more importantly, that little extra bit that you can help somebody else smile and make their day a little bit better. Why don't you guys do it? That's why you listen to the show because you are that type of person that will do that. So just just enjoy life the best you can right now. Thanks, brother. Yeah, man. I agree 100%. You know, there's one thing that I want to say that kind of affects me personally, and, and it's something that I've been trying to take out of, to take away from all of this. You know, we, you know, I, I've, I've been in New York my whole life, you know, and going through my life, there are certain times where you look at me like, what's going on in my life? You know, like during 9-11 is a perfect example because I was here, I was working for the city. Uh, I was I was deeply involved. I was first line on there, ground zero, doing work at the pile. And that whole time, you know, Laura and I were newlyweds and we're looking around at each other and we're like, what is the world coming to? And it's almost like having one of those moments right now because it's like, what is going on in this world? This is something new, something that's never happened to us, something I've never experienced in my lifetime. And the one thing that I can tell you is that one of the things that I remember after those days was the unity. You know, everybody was an American together. Everybody stood together. Everybody kind of had that same bond that we'll get through this. And I want to say the same thing is going to happen for us with this because, you know, we'll all come together no matter what your differences are, no matter what your political differences are, uh, you know, I know, I know this group particularly, we're all Disney people, we're here for that common bond, but just overall as a human beings, we're going to come together when we get through this. What's the, what the future is going to bring right now? I don't know. You know, I mean, we're all kind of just, you know, trying to get that escape and try and take it to the next level. And I'm sure we're all going to get through. We, we've gotten through worse and we'll get through this one. And, um, I'm glad that if I'm going to make it through with anybody, I'm making it through with you guys and my Disney family. Mike, you nailed it, dude. And, uh, it's, Man, what a time. But look, we're all together. We're all smiling. And if there's one thing we can do, we can spread the positivity like you like you guys said. So um, absolutely amazing. Uh, Patreon, hang on because we got a little bit more show to talk about. And uh, I'll see you guys real soon. Good night, fellas. Good night, guys. Good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the world. And that's a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions.